0: Hey there, and welcome back to The Visible Entrepreneur. Today, I want to talk about something that can kind of get hidden away. We tend to forget to go over it again, especially as we're trying to grow. But I think that it's really important to focus on, and that is making sure that your organic leads strategy is up, working, and converting. So this episode is called Mastering Your Organic Lead Strategy, and I'm excited to go over this with you. I do this quite often with my students because I find that it's something that can slip through the cracks. It has for me too, so I make myself do it every quarter. So whether you're driving, walking, or at your computer, you may want to take a couple of notes because once we get off of this episode, I'm going to actually send you to do some homework. So when it comes to an organic lead strategy, we always want to have this in play because you're not necessarily always going to be running ads or having someone run things for you. It may just be down to you for a month or two at a time, or that might be your entire strategy right now, which is amazing, right? That's how we all start. And that's what we should continue to do. There are people that are million dollar earners who just do organic. So it's entirely possible. What we need to make sure that we do at least once a quarter is make sure that we're looking at our funnel and plugging any leaks. What I mean by that is, You can maybe have your opt-in done and know that you offer one-on-one coaching and think that that's enough. And so then you go and start pitching yourself for press and for all these opportunities and you start driving a lot of traffic to your site, but you notice that your sales don't increase. This is a worst nightmare scenario, right? Because you're putting all this time and energy into your PR strategy and yet it's not making really having any effect on your bottom line. So it's really time for us to look at our existing funnels. I know that that can be seen as a negative word, but let's face it, that's what it is, and make sure that they're working. So the first thing I want you to do is get really crystal clear on what is your main offer that you're wanting people to convert to. One-on-one coaching, group program, membership, course, done-for-you service, whatever it may be. What is that one thing that you're really wanting people to buy? And now let's reverse the engine. Let's go back to the very beginning. What is the opt-in that you are advertising through your free online content, which I like to call a visibility vehicle, which can be Your blog, your podcast, your live streaming show, your video channel, uh, your summit, when you're guesting on other podcasts, when you're contributing content into free Facebook groups, whatever it may be. What are you encouraging people? What's that first step? What is that opt-in? You know that I'm going to recommend things that are a bit more engaging, like quizzes, online challenges, Uh, video training series. You can absolutely do a checklist or an ebook. I've just found that they don't convert as highly uh, on the back end. And the other thing that you can do that's really popular are templates. Making sure that that is in playing. You may say, Michelle, I already have my opt-in in. Duh. Okay, so let's take it from there. How is your tripwire? The low cost offer that you're presenting on the thank you page. You may say, well, I don't really need one. I'm just directing them to my Facebook group totally fine. But if you want someone to increase their chances of converting to your bigger offer, it's a great thing to have them immediately pulling out their uh, credit card or their PayPal right after they opt in to start warming them up. This is also a chance for them to be able to work with you in a small way to see how they resonate with you to then invest more down the line. So if you have not put this into your funnel yet, it's really important to do so. Last but not least, the email sequence leading to the big offer. A lot of people miss this part. They've been working it and getting leads, you know, but there's no way to convert them. So be sure that you're putting at least five to seven emails between the opt-in and the big offer that you're trying to sell. Be sure that you're sharing who you are, why you're different, giving, you know, free advice, helping nurture that lead. It is so, so, so important. And over and over again, I have to work with people saying, where's this, where's this, where's this? this?" This is the first thing I always look at when it comes to getting leads organically. What does the funnel look like? How's it doing? How's it converting? Because once you have it in place, it's really, really easy to keep an eye on the stats. If you know that you're getting, okay, I'm getting a 100, yeah, let's say a 100 people to my opt-in page. And let's say, I don't know, uh, 75 of them actually opted and I get their email address. Great. Well, that means that your opt-in page is converting really high and that's wonderful. That doesn't need to be adjusted. If a hundred people are coming to the page and only 10 or less or 20 are opting in, then you know that there's something wrong with usually the visual design of the page where they're not becoming a subscriber. So you can fix that leak, right? Once they've opted in, if you see, okay, I'm getting anywhere between a 30 to 50% conversion with the tripwire, then you know that that is doing a fantastic job. Nothing needs to be changed. If it's really low, if it's between two and 5%, then looks like some visuals and maybe the way that you're presenting that offer needs to change a little bit to increase that, right? In the email sequence, you can look at it and go how many people are opening it. And if not many are opening it, need to change the subject line. If once they open it, not many people are clicking it, you need to change the body, right? These are all technical things that we can look at. And then if You know you're getting a nice conversion rate between you know probably between five two to five percent of the big offer then you know okay this is going really well the email sequence is working if you're not getting any sales from it the email sequence needs to be tweaked you see what i'm saying there's a way to look at this analytically and every step and not make it personal it's just data right to adjust and tweak as we need to Once that is all in place, now you can go out there confidently with your organic marketing strategies, you know, guesting on podcasts, hosting your podcast, whatever, and you're speaking really confidently. You know the value that it brings, and you know that the people that click over and actually opt in, everything is set up on the back end for them to convert like that. That is the goal, right? Totally. Exciting. Okay. I hope that that is helpful to give you a little bit of that strategy. Um, if this is something you want to go a little bit more in depth in, if you want to analyze your unique personality type to see which visibility vehicle may be right for you and what your teaching strengths are, I want to invite you to take the visibility quiz. Uh, really easy. Visibilityvixen.com forward slash take the quiz. I will break you down into one of four archetypes and I will walk you through a free 20 minute training to show you what your strengths and weaknesses are, what you should and should not be focusing on. Uh, it's a great quiz. It's something so many entrepreneurs have taken and I get told over and over again, how do you know me? Like you've never met me. And it's because I have studied this a long time and it's something I feel really confident in and this is my strength. So I'm excited to share that with you and hopefully you will hop on over and take that quiz. Um, uh, and you'll be able to see the type of funnel I'm talking about in action. Exciting, right? All right, so we've looked at our funnel. We've plugged the leaks. And now we're looking at how to get out there, right? We're talking about mastering your organic marketing strategy. So how are you marketing? You need to make sure that you're not just relying on one medium for your marketing. A lot of people just start on social media. They start on Facebook or TikTok or Instagram, and they get frustrated because they're not getting the numbers that they want. I think it's a really good idea, especially in the first couple years of your business to really diversify. And I know that this can is kind of opposite to what a lot of people say, just go all in on one platform. You definitely can. But I found more success varying it up between two or three. So what I mean by that is like, focusing on maybe Instagram Reels, a specific Facebook group where you're giving value, and then maybe a TikTok, because you can always repurpose that to an Instagram reel, right? Studying these different platforms and figuring out which ones align most with your personality. I've had students that work religiously on Facebook for years, and then one of them went over to LinkedIn, and holy moly, that is her platform. She would have never found that though. She didn't diversify it. I just hit my microphone (laughs) and test a couple different things out, right? So that's always a good idea. I'm always going to encourage people to try out Pinterest. When I could not get the needle to move on my monthly opt-ins and was feeling really frustrated, I really committed to Pinterest and that made the biggest difference for me. I rest easy now knowing that I'm bringing in hundreds of opt-ins a month on Pinterest and then I can go to other things as well. Uh, for me, guesting on summits is a really great way to bring in those monthly opt-ins and conversions too. So I think that it isn't necessarily the best advice to go all in on one platform. I think it's really good to diversify. Don't go crazy. You don't have to do all of them, right? but just figuring it out and where can you have a little bit of a competitive edge, right? I was watching someone the other day and they said, uh, everyone's ignoring Twitter. I'm doing fantastic on Twitter. And it's, you know, bringing a lot of people in as clients. So that's a platform that not a lot of people think about. That might be one that you want to explore. So don't be afraid to do that and test, you know, figure out your metrics and figure out, okay, where are the most opt-ins coming from? What strategy is the most beneficial? Which one is most worth my time? Like for me, guesting on summits is really beneficial because I really enjoy teaching. That's one of my strengths. Once people see me on camera usually or connect with me, they're like, okay, this is my person. They can tell really quickly one way or the other. So it makes sense for me to guest on summits as much as I can, Because then, you know, I'm going to be getting a couple hundred opt-ins a month from that strategy. Other people do extremely well live streaming on Facebook, and they can get a lot of leads that way. Other people, it's all about Instagram and their stories. Their stories convert like crazy, right? But in order to find those mediums, We have to experiment and be willing to go all in on a strategy for a minimum of 90 days. This is what I teach in the Visibility Lounge. It's really important that you try that for at least 90 days to be able to study your progress and see, does something need to be tweaked a little bit or do I need to move to another platform? I think this is a really important strategy uh, to employ in your organic marketing because you should not be moving on to PR until you have this locked in. Trust me, PR takes up time. It takes up your attention. You want things working for you and you want to have a system in place before you move on to that. And that can be really frustrating. You know, people come to me and say, but I want to move on now and I want, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, wait. Are you just wanting PR to make more money? And if the answer is yes, that is not the first goal of PR, you're going to be disappointed and really frustrated. You're going to be really mad when you get on your dream show or your dream podcast or your dream stage. And it doesn't necessarily move the needle in the profits of your business. We hope for that, right? That's our goal. But that doesn't always happen. We want to make sure that our organic marketing is on point so that then we have the reliability to move on to PR, to move on to ad spend, all those different things. So I hope this was helpful. A nice short but sweet episode for you to plug the leaks that you are maybe haven't looked at in a while. Like I have to go through my public speaking funnel because I know I still have some uh, deadline funnel links that aren't working. Oops, right? We all make these mistakes. Please don't beat yourself up. Set aside time, an hour a day, or maybe uh, set aside Saturday afternoon to start going through things. It's always a good idea plugging up those holes so that you can become more profitable and more impactful to the people that you are trying to serve. So if you've been needing help on the visibility ends, and remember visibility is what you're doing to attract traffic, subscribers, and customers, I would love to support you more in depth in more of a mentorship which I provide in the Visibility Lounge program. I'm going to put the link below, but you can always go to visibilityvixen.com to check it out for yourself. Uh, This is where people come in to master their messaging, their funnels, and start driving organic traffic. If you've been wanting to start a blog, podcast, video channel, live streaming show, online summit, I will break down each and every one of them for you. I will also show you a technique called visibility vehicle stacking, which will help you be on multiple platforms at once. This is what students do in order to really, really catapult their visibility and move the needle of their business forward so they can then start moving into PR. So I would love to see you in that program. If it feels like a good fit for you at this point, please check it out. You can always email me at michelle at with any questions or comments. If you have not left a review for The Visible Entrepreneur yet, I would like to humbly ask that you please do so. If I've given you a morsel of knowledge that has been beneficial, it would mean the world to me to be able to go through and read your review. I do check them regularly, and it really makes my heart sing when I'm able to see that people who listen to the show are actually being affected in a positive way. So if you haven't yet, please do that. I would really appreciate it. In the meantime, if you love this episode, give it a screenshot, post it on Insta Stories, and tag me at Visibility Vixen. I would love to repost you to my audience and celebrate you as an avid listener. In the meantime, I will see you next week. We'll be getting back to color. I just wanted to take a little break to talk about this funnel strategy because it is so important, especially as we're moving forward in 2022 to get this on point. So thanks for listening. I will see you next week. Have a great one and I will talk to you soon. I hope you loved this episode as much as I did. Now we're all about building a tribe here at The Visible Entrepreneur, so be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and then head on over to the Facebook group. It's a great place where you can practice your video, live stream, and really enjoy the community that we have built. In the meantime, I'll see you in the next episode. Now get out there and get more visible. That's a wrap.